Welcome to the Weather Gurus podcast for the tropical update. And a tropical update is focused mostly on the Atlantic hurricane basin as we have tropical storm Fiona transisting through the Caribbean Sea now. Give you current conditions and where we think it's headed right now. The current conditions of tropical storm Fiona as of the 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time advisory. Current winds are holding at 50 knots or 60 miles an hour. Minimum central pressure is down to 998 millibars. Moving west-northwest at 7 knots or 8 miles an hour. Located 16.6 degrees north, 64.9 degrees west. Just to the south of the Puerto Rican um, Virgin Islands area. The key messages are flooding, life-threatening flooding and mudslides are possible across Puerto Rico from Fiona over the next several days as we continue to see this system move. And the present movement has slowed down some west-northwest at 8 miles an hour. Before, it was at 14 miles an hour moving west-northwest. So it has slowed down some. So that means additional rain will be expected for them. Hurricane warnings and tropical storm warnings have been issued, of course, for the prospective island nations um, and strengthening its forecast, expected to become a hurricane before reaching the southern coast of Puerto Rico on Sunday. Additional strengthening expecting on Monday and Tuesday while Fiona moves over the southwestern Atlantic here. Tropical storm force winds extend out about 140 miles from the center. That's pretty healthy. A station in St. Corey reported a recent gust of 45 miles an hour. Minimum central pressure once again is 998 millibars or 29.47 inches of mercury here. So we continue to see heavy rain from the system. Puerto Rico up the foot of rain, 16 inches, a maximum of 20 inches in eastern and southern Puerto Rico there. British Virgin Islands could get 4 to 6 inches with 10 inches possible. Haiti can get 4 inches possible. Dominican Republic 4 to 8 inches with 12 inches up to a foot of rain. And some of the smaller islands of Vieques and Culebra off the coast of Puerto Rico can get up to uh, a bunch of 5 to 8 inches of rain too as well. Next advisory will be at 11 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Now, let's look at what it has going forward here. I want to talk about the path going forward here. And I can show you the graphic here from the National Hurricane Center. It's going to be feeling the pressure, the effects of the Bermuda High Pressure, Azores High. It's going to be steering current. That's going to be steering it. It's trapped between that and the trough uh, of the dip in the jet stream that is to the north off the coast of the Carolinas. So that's what's going to steer it to the north and then to the northeast eventually later on Thursday in the forecast period. Um, what's the winds could get up to category one in Puerto Rico and just north of Puerto Rico. And since Puerto Rico, most of the winds of the system, sorry, is on the eastern side. The, the western side is still ingesting a lot of dry air. Um, and that's inhibiting the development of the system from further strengthening. It will strengthen to a hurricane, but it could be further. It could be a very strong hurricane. Had it not had the dry air and the wind shear, the wind shear is forecast to relax a little bit. And that's why it is going to get to a Category 1 or a Category 2 hurricane as it emerges off the coast of Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic later on Tuesday in the forecast period. One thing to note here is that remember we had Hurricane Matthew that continued its westward motion and did not feel the effects of the Bermuda High. The Bermuda High weakened and it continued its westward motion. In terms of the steering currents, I do believe that this northwest motion will continue. However, I believe that this turn to the no- this turn to the north and the northeast is going to be late in the forecast period. I believe there's just enough break in this trough that it's going to continue on this northwest pattern, so much so that it's, it could possibly graze the outer banks um, of North Carolina before making that right turn out to sea. 
So even though there's the the, the, death, the jet stream appears to be a trough there, I understand that, but I do not think that this is going to make a turn. That this is going to make a huge turn here as the forecast model shows. So far, all the models are showing this is going northwest and continuing and continuing, then north and then northeast turn. I see the turn being late um, in in the forecast period, and therefore I continue to have this thing going north northwest through the Bahamas. So anybody interested in the lower Bahamas and Turks and Caicos in the upper Bahamas should be prepared to face um, hurricane conditions in this path. I think the storm will continue northwest on the track that it's on. It will not make the north turn till later on, say by Friday, and not Thursday and Wednesday here. It will not make that turn to the north or northeast. So that's where I differ at. If you look at the satellite loop here, I told you the dryer on the western side. It's an open eye, and eye is trying to form, trying to form here. The storm is about maybe, oh, I don't know, about 280 miles east-southeast of Puerto Rico right now um, and moving through. Right now, we have heavy rain focused on the Virgin Islands and the island of Vieques and the Virgin Islands, the British Virgin Islands. Heavy gusts experienced out here from Guadalupe, uh, Martinique, Anguilla. Some of the islands, the, the Leeward Islands up here, were experiencing heavy thunderstorms and heavy convection. Right now, the convection is lightened up here. Uh, some of the storms are lightened up here off the coast, and it's just an open water here. You can see most of the heavy convection is to the east-southeast of the, the main circulation up here. And, and that's because, like I said, once again, the storm was encountering a lot of dry air and wind shear. Saharan dust there earlier and wind shear. That should ease up, and that's why the National Hurricane Center has it going to be a hurricane, a Category 1, maybe a 75-mile-an-hour hurricane, 80-mile-an-hour hurricane after it approaches Puerto Rico tomorrow. It's going to take a day or two to get through Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, so by Monday, it should be emerging off the coast Monday afternoon. You can see here, this is the, uh, the latest Hurricane Hunters run as of 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. They found a minimum central pressure in that, in that western quadrant there of 998 millibars. Kind of high, so but it is going to be dropping down here um, after we get to the heating of the day tomorrow morning on Sunday. And that's when they expect it to be become a hurricane as the eye will form somewhere around in that area where the Hurricane Center made its two passes there. So that's 998 there, as you can see. And you can see it here. This is the forecast model run from the GFS here. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in motion here. Uh, and I'll show you what it believes. It has it going through Puerto Rico, heading north, becoming a hurricane at 971 millibars there, just north of the Domin northern Dominican Republic coast here. Then it has it running northwest, continuing northwest up to the lower Bahamas, and then shifting northeast on out towards Bermuda here, making a pass to the northwest of Bermuda here. Bermuda will be spared, but Bermuda will be on the eastern side of this thing if this GFS model holds up, and that's more the, the rainy side and the dirty side of it. So hopefully they won't have too much of an impact. But Bermuda is a fortress of an island. It's built well, and it has it as a Category 2 at 945 millibars here, so winds around 110 miles an hour as it moves through the Bermuda zone, forecast zone, then on out to sea and ex becoming extra tropical here and, and well up into the Canadian Maritimes, um, past Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, and out into the open Atlantic here. So that's what the GFS model has it as. Now, um, this is not to say that this is set in stone, but once again, I feel as if this storm will continue on its northwest track past Tuesday. It will not make that turn to the north until Thursday, I believe. And then after that, they'll head out to see Wednesday. And they're missing Bermuda, not, but the Bermuda will be on the east side so they'll get more rain and wind than they did with the other system that came through um, last week or the week before last. So um, that's what, that's, that is what is on the table with Fiona. So Fiona, as far as the impacts with Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, is just rainmaker, really. I mean, the winds, yeah, the Category 1, but they're used to that. These are islands that have been used to storms. 
Um, but the mudslides and the flooding rains will be a problem as the system has slowed down tremendously. And then this land interaction, uh, will it make a landfall in Puerto Rico or not? That is yet to be seen too as well. Right now it's moving south. However, if it does make a landfall, it'll probably make a landfall on Ponce, Puerto Rico. So Ponce, if you're in Ponce or Mayaguez, Mayaguez Aguadilla, those areas you'll be along that path where you will see probably more of the hurricane force gusts than somebody say in San Juan or Carolina or Fajardo. So just be mindful of that. Dominican Republic, uh, it will pass just to, in between Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. The eye will. And uh, it may, if it can stay over water, it can maintain the structure. But however, if it interacts with Hispaniola's high mountains, the 10,000-foot mountains, that will reorganize the storm and may weaken it to a tropical storm. We'll have to see this intensity if it does weaken um, after coming off Dominican Republic sometime on uh, Monday afternoon, late Monday afternoon into Tuesday morning. But right now, it does stand to be a hurricane in Category 1. Um, and, and they'll go from there. So this has been your Weather Guru update. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.